Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you. I appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast, of course, our video feed, 94WIP. Check it out there on YouTube. A lot of great content up there. Reaction pods, WIP Daily pods, High Hopes, every podcast we have here at WIP. Of course, clap your hands as well after a Sixers trade deadline, but you know what it is. It's one of the great sports weekends of the year, one of the great betting weekends of the year, and it is the Super Bowl. The Chiefs and the 49ers, as much as this matchup was not what I was, I wanted, I was rooting for the Ravens. I was rooting for the Lions last weekend, a couple weekends ago, and I really wanted Detroit to get there and win a Super Bowl. I had a 14-1 ticket on them from uh, probably about early October this year. I, I bought in to what the Lions were doing, so I was crushed. I should have cashed out, all that stuff. But now that we're here... There's a great game in front of us. There's two great teams in front of us, two great coaches in front of us, two unbelievable quarterback stories in front of us, a guy that's trying to become the GOAT and a guy that's trying to become Mr. Irrelevant to Super Bowl champion in just two years and a lot of betting opportunities. All right, let's go through my full betting card for Super Bowl 58, and I'm going to do this in a couple different ways. And I really do appreciate everyone that's listened to the Saturday pods, NFL betting pods all year long. have thoroughly enjoyed it. We'll do more betting type of podcasts throughout the year as we continue to evolve WIP Daily. I'll do a big baseball futures one, NBA playoffs one, all that kind of stuff mixed in with all of our daily stuff at WIP and on WIP Daily. All right, so I'm going to go through the handicap of the game. I'm going to go through a same game parlay I put together that's currently about a 17 to 1 over at FanDuel Sportsbook. I'm going to give you some props that probably may not make a same game parlay, but if you're someone that just wants to throw a couple bucks on an interesting prop because this is a game where there's a million props, you might like these. And then I'll give you a couple long shot MVP bets if it's not one of the two or three guys most likely to win it who would be there. All right, let's get into it. And I'm going to start this off with a really controversial opinion, a really out there thought on Super Bowl 58. Okay, you ready for this one? I like the favorite in the game. Yep, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who likes the team that is favored to win to actually win the Super Bowl. I have listened, and and because of my old um, you know role with Odyssey in terms of uh, of a daily betting show, I still have a lot of friends in the betting space and the wagertainment space as we call it at Odyssey. You know, uh, BetQL Daily was a show I used to do. I love that crew. So I'll talk to them, go on their show once in a while. Uh, you better, you bet. Uh, I, you know, an amazing duo with Ken and Nick, uh, and they do such great things and have built such a great loyal fan base. And, and all the shows on the BetQL network I listen to, and uh, and stuff around everywhere. So I've listened to a lot, a lot of experts. They bring on tons of experts, talking to people at WIP, all my colleagues at WIP. All I keep hearing is the Chiefs are going to win the game. Everyone loves the Chiefs. Better coach, better quarterback, better defense. And yet they're not the favorite in the game. And it blows me away because I think there is something that has been missing the last couple weeks in this discourse that is not really being talked about. And I understand recency bias is part of it. And we all watch the Chiefs go on a great playoff run. They're getting better as the year goes on. Mahomes is on a he's just a special quarterback. He's just an all-time special quarterback. But What I think is being left out of the conversation because we get caught up on the coach quarterback is the better offense in the game belongs to the San Francisco 49ers. They are the better 
offense in the game. And this is an offensive league. Last year, the better offense, I believe, was the Kansas City Chiefs. The better defense was the Eagles. The Chiefs won that football game. You go through the years, and in recent history, a lot of years, the better offense wins these games. And this 49ers offense, I liken them to what the Warriors were in their heyday five, six, seven, eight years ago. Because their ability to score and blitz you fast is unprecedented. And I'm looking at a Chiefs team that is, is certainly turned it on, and they're good. But I haven't seen that gear out of them offensively the entire season. Even in the postseason, I really haven't seen that gear out of them. They've played well. Their defense has kept the game at a meaning, meaning you know, in a spot where it's, it's capable for them to do their thing and score and win the game. But they have not. One time this year shown me that they could just rev it up like that. The 49ers have. The 49ers have an offensive knockout punch Unlike anybody in the NFL, it's like the Chiefs' old knockout punch, and now it belongs to the 49ers. So of all the handicaps, that's the one that I keep thinking about in my head. The best offense on the field, not the best quarterback, but the best offense on the field on Sunday will be the San Francisco 49ers. They'll be in a dome. There will be no elements. There will be no rain. Nothing to knock, you know, change the way Brock Purdy has to play this football game. I, I think that is the biggest thing for me and why I do like the the. San Francisco 49ers to win this football game. And sometimes I think we get too simplistic with with handicaps. Well, they have Patrick Mahomes, they have Brock Purdy. Okay, well, I saw Tom Brady lose to Eli Manning twice. I saw Peyton Manning lose to Drew Brees. And at that point, although Drew Brees had won an MVP, it wasn't looked at as a really fair fight. The better quarterback was, was obviously Peyton Manning at that point in the way we viewed these guys. I saw... You know, I saw an old Peyton Manning with no arm beat a MVP Cam Newton. So it's not always just who's the best quarterback on the field. I saw Nick Foles beat Tom Brady. We, we've seen this many times where the better, quote-unquote, quarterback doesn't win the football game. That That's not your simple key to a victory. Now, if you like the Chiefs getting points, if you're going to put them in some sort of tease and tease them up or go an alternate spread, I understand that. I'm not expecting the Niners to win this game by 10-plus points. I think we're getting a really close football game. In fact, I would consider the Niners' money line. I'll put that in one of my parlays rather than the 2.5. That's how close I think the game could be. But I think we're missing a little bit there. A couple things that stand out to me as I just going through the games. This game will very likely be close. Super Bowls have been very close for a long time now. I love the way the NFL has evolved to this spot where the Super Bowl is very rarely more than a four, three and a half point spread in recent years. It really feels like a lot of toss-up games going in, and that is so much fun for all of us. I just think a blowout is rare in either way. You know, so Mahomes as a Chiefs starter, 88 and 25. Chiefs are 88 and 25 Mahomes. Among those 25 losses, just four, just four have been by more than eight points. So in 113 games, Mahomes has started, only 3.5% have managed to beat him by more than eight points. It's pretty incredible. Brock Purdy, 21 and five with the 49ers. In those five losses, only three were by more than one possession. Okay, they could score in a hurry. The 49ers have not lost a game with Purdy when they've scored at least 20 points. Okay, And now you go to the different matchups in this game. Look, Chiefs defense, they like to play base. That is their, the strength of their team is their secondary. Okay, They want to play in sub-packages. 
They don't want to play in base. The Niners will try to keep them in base by keeping Juszczyk and extra backs on the field, extra tight ends. I think this is a... The, the real fun of this game is going to be the coaching between Kyle Shanahan and Steve Spagnuolo. Spags wants you to spread it out. He wants to put his DBs on the field. The Niners don't want to do that. Can the, can the Chiefs stop the Niners when the Niners are in base offense? When they've got their two receivers, their tight end, Juszczyk and McCaffrey out there. I don't know. I, I As good as the Chiefs defense is, I don't know if anybody could stop the 49ers in that way. And as we look at the quarterback matchup in this game, you know, I think it's going to be billed as this, this, this guy that's this ultimate quarterback, dominant stat guy versus this game manager. And I think the two quarterbacks right now are playing different than their resumes say. Because Mahomes was billed as this run around, make a crazy play, you know, plat- off platform. He's really, he does that. I and mean, he'll, he'll do it two or three times a game now. But he's really become a very careful quarterback. He has evolved here to where he doesn't, I mean, he never really took sacks, but now he doesn't have turnover worthy plays. I mean, Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, zero turnover worthy plays, zero. Purdy will put the ball in harm's way. The game really could come down to can the Chiefs take advantage of the one or two balls that Purdy puts into harm's way? and can either be intercepted or tipped. The, the Ravens took advantage. The Packers didn't take advantage. That's the difference there between those two games that we saw over the last month. Okay, The Chiefs during the regular season allowed just 39 completions of 20-plus yards, tied for fewest in the NFL. They don't allow big explosive plays over the top, but they're not a great tackling team. I would say middle-of-the-pack tackling team. This is, is a game where Shanahan's going to try to get Debo and IU could space. If they break tackles, that's where the 49ers make their big plays. And as I go to the other side of the field, because most of the attention is what I talked about. It's going to be on the idea of Shanahan versus Spagnuolo, Purdy versus the Chiefs defense. That's going to be the, the talking point. But what about the other side? Mahomes against the 49ers defense. I think if the 49ers have a weakness, it's on that side. They do not stop the run well, especially on the outside. Could be a good Pacheco day. Mahomes will make his plays. Kelsey would make his plays. But I'm looking at this matchup. Nick Bosa, who hasn't had quite as good of a year as he had a year ago. But he's their guy. And I think the weakness of the Chiefs team is their offensive tackles. Nick Bosa is a guy that could wreck this game. Now, Mahomes will get away, will probably run, all that kind of stuff. I don't think he's going to take three Nick Bosa sacks, but Nick Bosa could could disrupt things for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, my play on the game, I'm going to go with the 49ers minus the two and a half. In a parlay, I'm probably going to take the money line because I don't want to get tripped up by a two-point victory and have it ruin what I think is a pretty good, a, a pretty good um, money line bet here, pretty good parlay bet, but I do like the 49ers to win Super Bowl 58. I like the over in the game. A lot of people have talked about the under this week. I don't buy it. You have a 49ers defense that is not great. Mahomes on the other side. There's a baseline there where I think the Chiefs will be into the 20s. Baseline. And then you have the 49ers, one of the great by DVOA offenses in the history of pro football. I compare them to the Warriors. I think there is a base level with the 49ers of into the 20 to 24 range. So just right there, and that we're talking about flatline base floor. I have both teams at, in the 20s, and I'm dealing with a 47 and a half. If I get both teams to 24, we're at 48 points right there. I'm thinking we're getting something like a 27-24 game, a 28-27 kind of game. That's that's what I'm feeling here. A you know, maybe 30 to 27 kind of game. That's my feeling on Super Bowl 58. I think it's a higher scoring game than the total. 
I will take over 47 and a half. I'll take the 49ers to win the football game. Money line is a more sound bet. Two and a half, a little bit more risky, but I still would do it. Here's what I picture. I picture this game coming down to the ball is in Brock Purdy's hands and he's down a score with two minutes to go. And that that's actually as a fan is what I want to say. I, I think that would be awesome for everything, for takes, for reaction. You know, if the ball's in Mahomes' hands, we probably know how it ends. He's going to go score. That's what he does. It just It's just another cherry on top of the legacy for Patrick Mahomes. But the Purdy thing changes the whole equation of now, the future, him, Shanahan. It, it's so good there. It's so good. I think that's where we're going to have this game end with the ball in Purdy's hand, down a score late. I will take the Niners to win the game. I will take the over in the 47 and a half. Here's the same game parlay I put together. Then we'll throw some quick props at you and some long shot MVP bets. My same game parlay I put together over at FanDuel Sportsbook. And, you know, once in a while you put together a four or five, six leg parlay and it becomes like a huge number and it's a real long shot. This one is about 17 to one at FanDuel. Not a crazy number, but I think it's got a chance to hit. I'm playing 49ers money line. Anytime touchdown score McCaffrey. Anytime touchdown score Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk, 50-plus receiving yards. Okay, alternate spread there, 50-plus receiving yards. His total is 62 and a half. I think on three or four catches, he gets to 50 to 60 to 70 yards. He's a big play guy. I, I, I really like Ayuk, okay? And he's good against man coverage. She's like to play man coverage. Ayuk, 50-plus yards. I'm going to go over 47 and a half on the total. And here's one to keep an eye on. Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback for the 49ers, eight straight Pro Bowls here. He is a guy that I believe will make a catch. And if he makes a catch in this game, it probably goes over the number of four and a half yards. Purdy had that play last week where he just kind of spun around and threw to him by the sidelines. Juszczyk, as a member of the Niners, has 11 targets in three games against the Chiefs, and he's caught eight for 111 yards. He works in this matchup against Spagnuolo's defense. Leaks out in the flat. Boom, Purdy hits it before the pressure gets there. Five, six, seven-yard gain. We got ourselves a hit on a leg of a parlay. So the same game parlay, 17-1 over at FanDuel Sportsbook. I am, uh, I'm riding with Niners money line, McCaffrey, any type touchdown, Pacheco, any type touchdown, Ayuk, 50-plus receiving yards, over 47.5 in the game, and Juszczyk over 47.5, uh, check over 4.5, not 47.5, 4.5 yards receiving. All right, so props I like that you might just want to go off the wall with or just put a, you know, maybe whatever, a unit on or half a unit. I don't even know what people bet. I, mean, I, put, I usually put 5 or 10 bucks on a, on a parlay, and depending on how much I like a future, you know, whatever, just, you know, 20 bucks or whatever. Ha- have fun with it, right? Like, no one's, no one's breaking the bank here. But if you hit a big one, boom, you, you got yourself a fun uh, couple weeks there. Here's what I would go with props, okay? If I want to play single props, I would go Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. He runs at big games. And I think if Bosa gets to him, the tackle struggle, he'll run. Pacheco. Longest rush, I would go over 15 and a half yards. San Francisco has allowed six running backs to have at least one 16-yard rush in their last five games. It's basically every game. They're allowing a, a back to do this. I think Pacheco will get there. And I like the Juszczyk one. Over four and a half yards receiving for Kyle Juszczyk. Okay. Let's end with this, and I can't wait for Super Bowl 58 on Sunday. Two MVP long shots in the game. The most likely scenario is... Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. If that, that those are the three most likely winners. The quarterback on each side and McCaffrey because he's an all-world player and could have a bunch of yards, could have a bunch of touchdowns, do it all. If not those guys, I know people are going to want to bet Travis Kelsey, the whole Kelsey Swift thing. Kelsey, yeah, had a big game in the title game. 
It's very hard for me to imagine Kelsey winning and not Mahomes. It's actually hard for me to imagine any Chiefs receiver winning and not Mahomes. So I'm look look to the Niners because Purdy is, you know, he's in that stage of his career where he he doesn't really get the credit, even though he's the quarterback. So someone else on that team could win, even if Purdy's part of the whole mix. Two names for you: Nick Bosa. Although we talked about Mahomes not taking many sacks, but if Bosa wrecks the game, has three sacks, has a forced fumble, there's a path there, and it's a big number. Nick Bosa at 80 to 1. I think he's got a great matchup against the Chiefs' tackles. The other one, though, and I think this one serves all the Masters, is Debo Samuel. And you'd say, well, Joe, if Debo has 180 yards receiving, those are all passing yards from Brock Purdy. Yes, but there's also another path here. Debo can run it, Debo could get running plays. What if Debo has three touchdowns or two touchdowns on 100 yards in this game? One is receiving, but one is a big rush player where he runs for 25 yards or 30 yards and a score. That would flip the whole thing here towards Debo Samuel. Debo 25 to 1 I'm playing, Bosa 80 to 1. I'm going to be on the Niners to win the game on the money line, and I'll bet the minus 2.5. I like the over a lot, over 47.5. We know who the three most likely MVP guys are between Mahomes, Purdy, and McCaffrey. But there's a couple long shots there in the props. Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. Pacheco's longest rush over 15 and a half yards. And Kyle Huszczak, I'm telling you, he's going to catch one pass and we're going to hit this one. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, follow WIP Daily. Enjoy Super Bowl 58.